cherry. Totally. I think all the black cherry ones are probably no matter what which yeah. uh company. <laughs> there we go. All right. I don't all right. Know. We are live. Another episode of Beer, Bacon, and Bros. As always, Chris and Adam are in the studio. We may have a guest appearance by Austin. He's entered the live studio. He might call in. We'll give him a few minutes. He's a little. Oh, there he is. I say he's. He said he was ready to go. He said he was excited. Go ahead, bring bring him on into the neighborhood. Boom, Daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, from a long time absence, we once again have Austin Williams joining the podcast, aka Big Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? What's up, man? I'm good. How y'all? I'm watching some basketball right now. Well, we here. We're alive. We survived Nerona. Good, good. Y'all number, y'all's numbers are actually going down. I saw that the other day. Well, that's because idiots quit going to Myrtle Beach, probably. Eh. Now all the outside idiots are still coming. It's only going to go back up now because schools, schools have come back start, in. Yeah. yeah, and all those college kids are going to go to five points. And hey, you see the UNC? I've already, I've already seen like sorority recruitment downtown. Yeah, you see, uh, into the Walmart here in West Columbia lately. Oh yeah. So, so with Cali's Law School, like the financial aid finally hit this past week or this weekend. Yeah. And so literally going to Walmart is literally nothing but college kids because all that money's finally come in. They're just buying all the shit they need. Yep. Yep. Of course, Adam was downtown checking out sorority recruitment. <laughs> yeah. I thought you worked for the DOT in Lexington. What you doing in Richland <laughs> County? Um, today, I had to go into the headquarters office to go pick up some keys for some properties we're demoing. Oh, oh. Ooh. All right. And then I was uh, at California Dreaming last week. Oh, California Dreaming. Did you, uh, know. Did y'all see that UNC Chapel Hill has already switched back to online? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Well, it's like uh, – the USC law school is giving you the option either all online or however you want to do yeah, it. Yeah, see, USC is like, uh, like a modified, like, so technically, Cal- Cali's schedule right now is modified. It's not days, it's just certain classes. Okay. Yeah. Certain so, classes be online, certain classes be in, in person. I got you. So, certain classes are, like Alex said, certain classes, but they're also giving you the option and you have to, you have to stick with it, but they give you the option, uh, like through September, I think it was September like 15th or something like that. If you want to come into class for the first part, you can come in or you can stay at home. What, just to kind of like test it to see what it's looking looking like? And Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, a terrible idea. They were kind of giving you like the first month of like a decision I like, period. I feel like they need to give you the option or like, sorry, as what we're saying, a trial run because I mean – there are some people that will succeed so much more in an online class, and there's people that will do so much better in a in person class. Like, it's I feel like it's kind of an unfair advantage to make people just commit to one if they have never yeah. done it before. I think this is going to go either one of two ways: either you're going to see some of the highest test scores you've ever seen in a state, as far as like the K through twelve, or either you're going to see. Test- K through twelve, we're going to be seeing people graduate that had no business graduating. Absolutely. Or, or either you're going to see grades completely. Just tank. So yeah, one, it's going to be one way or the other, and they're going to lower the standard. Like, okay, well, since everybody did so bad, we're just gonna, we have no choice but to just push you through because we can't make ninety percent of the class repeat. Well, it's, yeah, it's not because they they. Yes, it is because they failed, but it's not because they did couldn't or didn't know the materials. Because oh, I'm at home. I'm you. The, what are you going to enforce me to make me do my work? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, there's a school here in Columbia it, when Corona hit, hit in the spring. And, you know, everybody went online at home from basically like middle of March to the end of the school year. Yeah. 
there was a high school here in Columbia that literally did not hear from 32% of their students after that moment. Didn't come to class, didn't turn assignments, didn't do anything. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, can, but can still you graduated. Ex- can you expect? There's also, like- there's also kids, you know, K through 12 that their internet issues. Let's talk about that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. have no control over because it's, it's their parents. Like if the parents just aren't, you know, well off oh, enough uh, yeah. to give able, them a decent able, internet or something like that. Able or, to provide. How are you going to hold that against the child? Yeah. yeah. If you're not able to provide let's, some way. Let's should, be real. If we're, if we're going back and like I'm a senior in high school and I go all online for my last three months in high school, yeah, I ain't doing shit either. Especially if somebody slips up and tells you that they literally can't give you a grade less than what you had when you went home, like from the moment. Yeah, school if went. I went, if I if I if I went home and every class I had an A and it comes out that the teacher can't give me anything less than that, <laughs> wipe my hand. My ass is starting summer break in the middle of March. Yeah, you catch me. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never doing every day. <laughs> yeah, you're not. I'm not doing anything. So I have to go to freshman orientation. I remember one time like. <laughs> Jeez, Jesus, Austin, meet man. the mic, bro. Come well, on now. Calm down now. You got the Rona? <laughs> hey, be, hey, be careful. Houston's a hot spot like wow. we are. <laughs> you know who does have the Rona? Dave Portnoy has the Rona. Dave? I, I watched DD, oh. DDTG this morning, and that man was coughing and, like, crying and wheezing. Wait, he does? Like, it's I'm confirmed? Tell, I'm telling you, you. No, no, no. He, Chris he, is calling the shot. Uh, I'm calling the shot. He's probably gone today and gotten the test. That man has the Rona. Okay, so it's not confirmed, but you're, confirmed. you're putting it out there that you think Dave Portnoy What were you has... just talking about before Chris threw in that random – I just got completely sidetracked and lost my – College, track. school, and oh, stuff yeah, like that. They're like high school seniors in like the middle oh, of March. Yeah. I remember – Probably like, didn't do a damn thing afterwards. I remember being in a class to where, you know, normal situation, not a pandemic going on, that I remember like doing the math on like the finals and the grade and all that, and it's like having like a B almost to the point of A – and like, okay, I can either go in here and like, you know, just absolutely study my brains out and just ace this test and possibly squeak out an A. And like for whatever, I can't remember how, but like, or do the math and end up still with a B if I just did like shitty on the exam. Yeah, that's the way I mean. And I was like, well, I'm going to go shitty on this exam. So like imagine these kids doing quarantine work, like you said, they find out halfway through the year that they've reached the pinnacle and they can't go any lower. They're like, all right, well, you're not hearing me from, you're not hearing from me again for the next three months. What's the point? There is but no, no point. But yeah, I uh same thing. Like I calculated it out one time. Like I had to make a twenty on an exam to keep the grade I was at. Or if I busted ass, I could either maybe bump bump a point or two. Yeah, it's like what's that the point? point? Yeah, I say at that point, I mean I was gonna be it was gonna be a B no matter what it what it was. It wasn't like I was close to an A. But I just had to make like a twenty or a thirty just to keep the B I was at. I was like, all right, I'll put my name on it and answer ten questions. Yeah, it's like it's to the point where like Okay, should I study for this three-hour exam to the point where I have to make like let's say like a ninety-five to bump me up to pay maybe like a B plus or an A plus, or just literally like statistically go in there and guess on every question and still keep the grade I have got? It's like why? It, it might say something about our personalities. Like why put in all that effort? But to me, it's just like I'm not going to worry or, about the stress. I don't want to stress or myself out. Focus that on another exam and a subject. Yeah. Exactly. That like, you may actually need to actually put Hey, that don't t- worry about this history exam because you're going to keep your A no matter what. Go worry about your chem test that you've got coming up or something yeah. like that. You know? what, yeah, whatever your weaker subject is, if you realize, hey, I can I can pull a 30 in history. I can do that without studying. Yeah. And you realize, 
chemistry if I don't study. I might, I very well could walk away with a zero. Yeah. Go study yeah. chemistry. Use that extra hour. So it's not. It's when is in college? When was a chemistry exam ever like really multiple choice? It's not. I mean, if you're doing like intro, yeah. things, like anything above that, it's always like equations and all. Like you have to show your own work. Like it's not a multiple choice scenario, so you can't literally just go in there and guess and statistically make a twenty five percent or something like that. You know. So if y'all are an incoming freshman, you go into USC freshman year, not the Citadel because you fuckhead at them. You're going to USC your freshman year. They give you an opportunity. You're living on dorm. So you're living in the dorm, and they give you the opportunity to go to class. For the first month, you can either go to the class or you can do the classes online. What you doing? So here's – you, the way you actually word this question, I think is really good. I don't know if you meant to do it this way, but the fact that I'm living in a dorm, I think it would also, it poses that different scenario to where like, imagine taking nothing but online classes, but living in a dorm room. Like imagine yeah. that scenario. Done. Yeah. I mean, that's what they're literally doing right I now. I know, though. but that's just crazy. Cause like, I remember my freshman year living in a dorm. Like I'd come back from a class that was like a little bit later in the afternoon, like get out like a three 30. Nah. And the rest of the guys have been out like since two thirty, and I'd walk in the room, and they'd be doing like some sort of like, like video game tournament or something fun, and I'd be like, "Hey, man, fuck that homework I was just planning on doing. I'm gonna jump in on this shit." Like yeah. I couldn't imagine doing yeah. an online class and living in that environment twenty four seven. Oh yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that there's kids that can't do it. I know myself well enough. I wouldn't be able to I, do it. You, you, it would a little bit of here, take a two hour break. A little bit here, two hour break. You know, it would be back and forth of. I'll I'll do one assignment, take a break, do an so, assignment. So what are you doing? You going to class? I mean, I'm yes, because that is forcing me to get out. At least that way, if I'm in that building of, and and I know I can stay here and get my homework done. At least that way, I'm out of that environment of putting myself to possibly play video games just to sit around, chit chat, and talk. So I can I can go in, focus, get your homework done. And then go back at six instead of three. Go in at six and then go still have your fun time with your roommates and this, that, and the other, whoever else is on the hall that you so know. So me now, if I was in that situation, I would say same thing as Adam. Go to classes so I'd get out of the damn room. But me in my college days, no, I'd be the one taking all online and just like literally like having to finish work at the very last minute and just power through it in the middle of the night. Is I would want to be in the room all the damn time, just hanging out with the guys. Yeah, th- thousand percent. I'd be the you and I in in college would have been like, nah, man, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this from home. No, like but imagine, now- imagine like the four <laughs> the four of us yeah. living in a dorm room. Yeah, you come out of class about three thirty. The rest of us three have been in the room doing something that you are you are highly invested in wanting to join the activities, whatever it is. Something making, as simple as video games, making ramen, doing I mean- something stupid, just drinking, playing beer pong, something like that. Your ass is not going to the room to do the schoolwork that you just planned on doing. No, no. You know, some of them, like some of the schools are also basically like these teachers make the video for instruction and like your assignments are just due when like they're due a specific day and you get to just like watch the video whenever, do the homework whenever. Like it's not even like, hey, we're going to get up for our Zoom meeting at 830 Nah, man, you can sleep till 11. You can get up and start doing homework at 12, be done by 3. Like, so, there's, so there's, a, there's a university out there that I'm, I'm actually looking into it right now to go back and get a second bachelor's because it's it's a work at your own pace. You pay for a six-month semester is what they call it, six-month period, mm-hmm. and you can take as many classes you want 
in that six month period or take as many as, as as few as you want. You just I think you have to meet like the twelve credit hours. Yeah. There's no half time with that school. But it's like there's a perk to that, like what you said. Like they're just they go ahead and just drop all the stuff on there and be like, hey, just whenever you can get it done, as long as it's done by whatever date. I feel like people can learn so much better that way too, because some people may not be able to handle an eight o'clock class. And with this, you know, some, you know, there was a lot of classes when we were going to school that that class was only offered at certain times on a certain day. There was yeah, never or, a secondary or, certain, or third option or a certain yeah. semester. You know? Yeah. Or hey. it was always the spring at 8 a.m. It was nothing, Adam, never anywhere else. Brutal. Adam knows this. There's always an engineering course at 1130 on Tuesday, Thursday, and there's always like three important classes that you need, and they're all scheduled for that one time and that one time only. Well, well it's different because he went to a different school, Austin. Yeah, I say eleven thirty, <laughs> no, but yeah, you'd, you'd be like an eleven o'clock class. Yeah, it, it's and it's it, still, you know lunch lunchtime. I remember that with my de- getting my degree, like eleven o'clock, like in between nine thirty to like twelve thirty, there'd be so many damn classes that you could you would need to fulfill your requirements, but they'd all be like overlapping. And there was just never really an opportunity to take more than two in a yeah, semester. Exactly. See with SPDE, there's always like a class that you had to take like each in its each semester. Like if you're, if you're focusing specifically in college athletics, like I did, there's a class that you had like the, like contracts and negotiations would be a class that you had to take. And it was always just one day a week, Tuesday from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. And it's just like, are you fucking serious? You cannot offer this at any other time. Yeah, same thing <laughs> like with criminal justice. Like, you would see a class, like, you need, like, criminal procedure. You'd be like, okay, sweet, and you knock that out. That's one of the classes you have to take. And then you would see corrections is on there as well. But, like, it would literally be, like, overlapping by, like, a half an hour. Oh. It was almost, like, to the weird point where you're like, <laughs> why would the school even do this? But, like, it was just overlapping that semester. And you're like, well, there's no way I'm getting ahead this semester, I'm going to have to wait till next semester to take this one class. Like, you know, you, we all had one of those semesters. We we're like, oh, this is going to be an easy one. We load up as much as possible so the, the remaining semester would be easy. But like, we'd always run into that one scenario where you couldn't schedule the required courses as many as possible. You know, I just had a thought about the one college in America that could actually probably make a bubble would be the Citadel. Like, they could probably close the gates. Yeah, they could probably literally. Any military, just, like VMI, could do the same thing. Yeah. Any, of those, any of those, the yeah. Naval Academy, the Army the Army Academy, all like all that stuff could literally West do. Point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not calling them by their real names. They don't deserve it. Um, the Army Academy. The Army Academy. That's what they deserve to be berated like that or belittled. <laughs> um, but yeah, they could literally enforce a bubble and have zero COVID cases. Yeah. Everybody gets so, tested coming in. Guess what? You're not knob year all over again for everybody. You're yeah. not leaving. Oh my god! That You're would be here terrible. from the end of August till the end of November. Good luck. <laughs> that would be terrible. I would. That would be bad because you I, would I, have kids quit. You would have kids quit. You might have suicides. Like the morale. They would. They, it's the only way they could honestly do that. Would there is, be a riot, Adam? Oh, guaranteed. Would yeah, there be a riot? Guaranteed. The there will be full presses thrown before <laughs> the fourth division. There will be trash cans on fire. You literally, you literally would guaranteed. Have, especially at the Citadel, where it's like, like you know, at West Point, the Naval Academy, the Air Force Academy. Like, when you get done, you're doing a career in the military. It's like there's a reason for you being there. But the Citadel, you're like, okay, I'm. I'm no offense. I'm like, I'm here playing dress up. Why am I having to deal with this shit? Yeah. I, I moved to go to Charleston with all the pretty ladies yeah. in the fancy city. And a, I just I'm, wanted to be a military like, guy yeah, down I'm, here. I'm in a military, like, you know, quotations around military academy, but it's like, now I'm doing this, all this extra bullshit and I don't have to sign a contract again, but a lot of people do. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it has its pros and cons, of course. No, I know. I'm, I'm saying no offense. Like, but like, but, there'd be, there's, there'd be kids there that that would be their train of thought. 
this ain't even a real damn military academy, and they're quarantined. My, I'll quit. I'm going back to Columbia. Well, or going back to Greenville. Going back to wherever. Well, yeah, it's not. It's not a. You're not obligated to go to the military. There's no. Uh, there's no mandatory yeah. service at the end of it. Yes. Yeah. So like there'd be so, kids that have that thought like why am I why am I even really here dealing with this bullshit I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go transfer to USC or they can actually go out on the weekends or the weeknights whenever oh, they dear want Lord yeah on Tuesdays till two Monday so night half, baby oh. <laughs> I'm going I don't think I missed that don't worry about <laughs> no because that's a, that's a high school thing now <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely doing like if you put me in that situation though I'm definitely doing in class and it's not for any reason y'all gave me though. It's mainly just because, like, freshman year is kind of bullshit anyways. Freshman, so, year, like, freshman year is also an adjustment period. You don't do yeah. service by doing all online because you won't really understand what college classes are like. Yeah. Exactly, and you don't meet anybody. Well, like, you could meet people in your dorm. Like, you get that. But, like, freshman year is, like, the easiest year of schooling and the, the year to, like, dick around and just have a good time. So, like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going – there's no way I could do all online at any stage. I mean, it, it, because it's the easiest year and because all you're going to do is dick around in your intro to biophysics, you know, whatever the hell it is, intro to this, intro to that, gen ed this, gen ed that, why not do it online? Because be, go be a party monster. Literally just go out yeah, every if night. Yeah, i it online, I can – I don't have to. I have no obligations to be anywhere at any time. <laughs> that is true. I mean, that makes it. If you if you want to go out on Sunday night to whatever bar that bar none wherever that might be open, Village Idiot, and get drunk till midnight. But see, that's there's another factor to that shenanigans and bullshittery and antics, whatever, would increase by like nine thousand percent. Because oh yeah. Your buddy look at you on a Monday night and be like, like you hey, go man, get hammered? you want to have a keg party tonight? And, like, and it's no yeah. more like, bro, it's Monday and we have 8 a.m. tomorrow. It's like, yeah, man, because all of our classes you, are just at your own will. You would honestly lose online, track. Cool. I'll turn the computer on, turn my video off. I'm there. You also might have a bunch of kids that like be the three-week burnouts. Like after the third week, they're like, okay, I'm not touching beer ever again. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've literally drank for tw- you know 21 to 28 days straight. You, I am you, <laughs> you would lose track of what day it was. Oh, oh, you yeah. would. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Guaranteed. Bro, I'm a, it, hell, basic training was like that. Like, you knew when Sundays were and Saturdays were because, like, training days would be it'd be a lot more slack than Sunday. They give you, like, from when you woke up, you got eight hours of holidays, what they called it. Like, leave time. Leave time. You go, to, you go to the different church services, do whatever, shine your boots, get your uniform ready for the upcoming week. But, like, you still lost track of time. You Like, some days you'd wake up and you'd be like, oh, shit, it's Sunday. Like, you would forget because, like, you wouldn't be aware about that. You wouldn't be keeping track of that. So I couldn't imagine having kids in the dorm rooms in a, like, like a, a quote-unquote bubble situation. Wait a minute. Did I have English today or was it chemistry I was supposed to log into? Yeah, exactly, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let me, let me log into Blackboard and see which one I <laughs> fucked up on. Like, <laughs> now I know what day it is. Hey. <laughs> like, just get, what day is it? Like, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you all that Houston may shoot 700 threes this game. They've already shot 36, I think, and there's like three minutes left in the third. They hold, still hold on, awesome. Let's let's check your math there. I know you're an engineering major. It's in the third quarter, right? Not really 700, Alex. <laughs> I know, but he, but I mean, they very well could shoot 45, 50, 60. James Harden, 60. Probably, what is 60? James Harden <laughs> probably shot 27 himself. <laughs> 
Uh, he hasn't been throwing up a bunch. He plays zero defense. He's he <laughs> shot ten. He's five of ten. Know my role, and the rest of the team does too. <laughs> Shoot, he lately he's been playing defense on the center because they've been with that small lineup. So he's been guarding the center. They don't court at like six six for them sometimes. Yeah, he's the tallest guy at six six sometimes. Yeah, why? He, he was guarding Giannis the other day and actually kind of locked Giannis up. It's because he's – I mean, he's quick enough to keep up with Giannis, but anything down low, Giannis is just a little jump hook over him. You're not going to touch it. Yeah, exactly. So, Adam, I have a question for you. All right, what you got? What happened to your boys last night? They got fucked over. <laughs> the also, worst? Also, I mean, I don't think we – I don't think we're going to win this series against the Clippers, but I think y'all will take it to six. I think Clippers and six, but uh, yeah, they got fucked. KP got fucked over twice. Y'all, y'all were up six when he went out, and then went on to lose by eight, and he yeah. got ejected for a light push on no, someone. He didn't. T- he didn't touch him. He no, literally. He pushed, I don't he pushed him. But it was a light. You, shit you want to call that a push? Then. I I, can, I pushed Chris on my way in here, and I I shook his hand by that. Yeah, I know. When we were eating dinner tonight, there was something on the TV about how – Dude, it was such B- – they, they were talking about it was the such They BS. were like, well, well so, Luca, there was like Luca's trying to will the Mavericks I mean, to go win. He tried he his hardest. 40, but, he had 42 points last night. That's the most by any rookie in a playoff game. Yeah, there was, it was something like he, he tried his hardest, but it just wasn't meant to be. His, his – his partner in crime if KP didn't play the entire fourth quarter. So you want to hear the worst bad but, bet of all time? Bad beat uh, of all time? But yeah, my, my bad thing. Bad beat. What is this? Now, hold on. But I, what I want to what I want to finish saying, though, is his uh, – Porzingis' first technical I thought was BS. Was more BS than his second technical. But his second one was also, you know, complete horse shit. Yeah, exactly. But his first one – he had, the possession before he got called for his first technical, he got mauled under the basket. No foul was called. They, Paul, yeah, I mean, Paul George drives the lane, beats I think Finney Smith to the basket. KP maybe touches his elbow, just nothing to call a foul on, but gets a clean block. They call the foul, and he like swings his arm like in frustration, not at anybody, but just kind of like, come on, man. Like, oh, stop. That, that happens and all the time in basketball. You just swing. You're like, come well, on, man. Well, like, you almost kind of like hit yourself in your own chest kind of thing. Yeah. Like a wide yeah. arcing swing. Called him for a technical. Yeah. Exactly. Is there anyone for in front sh- of him nope. when he did it? No. Nope. Show, showboating tech is what they gave him. But. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that seems like that was a ref that was already just having a bad night or just but was, yeah, he, he, he was he, being he, a stickler that night or something. He was like, that makes no on. sense. And just gave it, like, you know, gave you one of those motions, not in anybody's direction, not towards anybody, just. Just frustrated now, with the see, call. The only sport I Technical. really see that one happening, like calling a player for something like that, like expressing frustration, is baseball. Because, you know, that oh, happens yeah. all the time talking to her. And don't make call. Like, you think it's a ball and you're walking to first oh, yeah. base. And he, he's like, who's on? And you're just like, come on, man. And you do that. And then he'll be like, guess what, bitch? You out. Ball, yeah, you argue, out. arguing balls and strikes. You're gone. But yeah. in, in the NBA, that shit happens all the time. Yeah. People doing frustration and yeah. stuff like that. So, it, and so that's, that's where he got his first technical. And that's then, a, I, I give you that one. That's a that's a very nitpicky just, yep. or bullshit so, one. Well, all right. So now come third quarter, uh, Luca's driving the lane. Someone uh, Holt, think, like grabs him. Lou Lou Williams, I think. Was it Lou? Or was it no, it was Morris. Well, no, Morris, yeah. 
Pat Bev, Moore, I think, no, grabbed him, no. but I think Morris got called for the foul. Let's see. It it, it was, was Pat Morris. Bev, and then Morris came in, and KP I, pushed Pat Morris. Pat Bev kind of like grabbed him as he went by because he tried to spin around Morris. And then I think Morris kind of gave him the, the old push or shove kind of afterwards. And then KP kind of stepped in as a third party. And, I mean, well, here's, so Bailey here's, put his hand on Morris's shoulder, and then Morris gave him the shove back. They ended up giving him the double technical on both of them. KP, because it was his second, got – out. Yep. And here's here's the big thing that I've heard a lot today that people want clarification on. Is it that is it that KP and Morris got the double technical because of the fil- like physical altercation that they it's not like it's not a fight clearly. I mean it's it's Bush League was Morris five year old. So, so on, on your Mor- was, was it the was it the altercation or was it the because but it was because ju- I think just KP I think it was because KP was a third party and that came into the situation. Not not even not even that. If it's if we're out without coronavirus, does do both of them get double technical? Not at all. Turnout? And Not see, at that's all. where people want the clarification. So you think they actually got to call a technical because of contact due because, to coronavirus yes, standards? Because of liability, yes. liability of them, you know, because of coronavirus standards. That's, so that's okay. Well, then see, that's, that, that's, that's what, what that's what kills me about sports right now is because basketball is considered a physical contact sport. Am I wrong? Yeah. No. no I mean, it, it, but, you're gonna, but you're going to let me bang down you, low the two the two. Possession yeah, or, earlier, or, yeah, or you're you're gonna allow yeah. me to try to back up the center in the in the lane, but, so I can do a turnaround layup. But that's but I can't do that stuff. That makes no sense. Or in baseball, all, you literally have the first baseman and a guy to stand on first, literally shoulder to shoulder talking. Like, make up your mind. It's one or the other. It's not though. It's not. I, I actually I'm actually okay with the NBA if they're gonna say that we threw KP. We gave double technical worse than KP. For them being so close together in an altercation, that's unnecessary. That's not basketball related. What they're doing is not basketball related. When you're backing a center down, basketball related. When you've hit a single and you're on first base, baseball related. But that's part, that's part of the game. They're trying to limit any extracurricular physical contact that they're making. And I, I'm, I, get, I'm I understand actually, that. I'm actually but, okay with that. But here's my. But if thing. that's what you're gonna call, call it that way. Don't call it. But see, the players aren't notified about that. Either. Yeah, that's, that's what, what the players saying. are fighting for. Is the, they're asking, is that see, why that's, KP that's, got thrown that out? Right, that's what we want to know. Factor, is if you're gonna call me for a technical because I got in someone's face during a pandemic, but that was not made aware to me before the game that was a thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be pissed because like you gave me no warning whatsoever. Exactly. You can't exactly. call me on something that I didn't know was a rule. Exactly. And that's what the the players are like. Listen, we're okay with that. We won't do this, if but they, let us know. But let us know if this is what's happening. Don't is, let it is, affect is, the is game. That, yeah. Is that what happened? Is that why KP got? And if so, everybody's fine with it. Even the man, like managers, everybody, you know, we everybody's fine. We with got it. it. Cool. But it needs to be clearly yeah. told to all of us: if you're going to do this, you will get double technicals. Oh well, yeah, what, yeah. It's like if you get like an ma- altercation face to face, you will. You're gone. It's like <laughs> well, you're getting you're getting a technical foul because yeah. it's unnecessary. Imagine for all all of us football fans. Imagine like I'm gonna give a scenario that's kind of similar to that. Imagine like you're an offensive lineman, and you go into a game. You know, in the '90s, whenever, just when I can't remember when the rule actually came into play, but you gave somebody a good clean chop block. But it was the day that they enacted that new rule where you can't do the high low block, and they didn't give you a pre warning before the game, and they called you for it. You're like, and they're the like hell? unnecessary that- roughness, unnecessary, unnecessary roughness. You know, a high low block, and you're like, you never told us that was a thing. Like, imagine how pissed you would be in yeah. that situation. Yeah, you're like, hey, I understand the rule is trying to save other players and save us from unnecessary knee injuries and leg injuries, but give us a make it up. aware. <laughs> I, I understand the corona. Basically, I'm gonna call it the corona tech. Yeah, call it the corona yeah. tech. 
I get that, but I do see why the players are pissed because if that's going to be, let us know yeah. about it. But yeah. also, when into the altercation, like when did they hit him with the T? Like how far into it was it? Afterwards, it was, afterwards. was it like it was after after they like separated. They separated everything? Yeah. See now, and then and then the ref walked up to the to the scores table and said, "Technical foul for Marcus Morris and Porzingis." This is Porzingis' technical or oh, second technical. He's ejected from the game. Yep. And that, yeah, because that was his second. His first one was the "Come on, man." Yeah. So like, now, see, that makes me want to question the ref. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, it, you've it, already hit Porzingis for how you say it with a yeah. with a questionable tech. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit Casey with a questionable tech already. AKA hit, the unicorn, you know, whatever you, you want to call them. These guys with a Corona tech that they didn't know was a damn thing. <laughs> way after they've already separated, like. There, I feel like there's got to be some questions kind of delivered to the ref. Like, okay, were you just like, did KP like punch you in the third grade? Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, but yeah, the fact. Oh, but, oh he dated your daughter. Oh, but yeah, oh. The, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're sorry. But the fact is, we understand though, it, but just don't do it again. Like, <laughs> but while while they were together on the court in the second quarter, they made a 17 to two run and took the lead by a substantial margin. Third quarter, like Chris was saying, we were up eight to ten points going into the fourth. He didn't play. We lose by eight. Yeah, and I—I I mean, there's been a lot. Like so that, that's literally like a game-changing ejection. It, it, it yeah. was. It yeah. was because that's our yeah. second oh. best on the team. Oh yeah, it was a game-changing. Listen to this. I take the over last night. Two twenty-nine. Take the over. Okay. <laughs> oh no no no! Listen, this gets real good. They scored hundred and thirty-five points in the first half. I'm the over of 229. Oh, you're, you're awesome. I, I, I know you awesome well enough that you were just sitting on your couch like, I got this, baby. Like, I stopped side. watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it literally until – I've been there watching games like this. Like, you see, you're like, oh, I've got this. You watch. You turn it off. You go to bed. You wake up the next morning. You pull up ESPN. And then you just go, what now, the fuck? <laughs> no, it turns around and even kicks me in the ass even more. So they go down, like, they literally scored 30, like, 33, 34 points in the third. Like, it was just a terrible third. They go on to score 228 points, one off from fucking covering. Yeah, it, they, it was a 118 to 110 game last night. Yeah. But it also yeah. never fails, like, betting an over or an under of the NBA. It's always that one quarter. To where it's just like either they've had Make the most stellar it, defensive yep. quarter to where like like you said oh, you know, just, they scored they scored like offense. they scored like twenty five points combined in that one quarter and you're just like well that just killed my over well, or no, like, well, it's if you score twenty five points there better be seventeen blocks yeah. no nah, nah they just miss yeah. you look at the air ball count and you're like <laughs> yeah. y'all had thirteen air balls what the hell are y'all, how are y'all professionals like stuff like that Shop yeah exactly like well for each team like, or you you have you have the under and it's like goes into the fourth quarter and you're like there's no way this under is hitting and then it, they do something stupid like that where they just shot percentage drops to twenty percent and you're just like oh well I squeaked that one in by you know the grace of God or whatever just like I had no business hitting that under but just a freaky quarter in the NBA like it always happens. Exactly dude I was so mad I checked it, like, right before the end of the game. And I'm like, the fuck happened? They're on pace to score, like, 270-something points. And they come out and literally just shat the bed. And so I'm watching, like, the end of the game, and I'm like, all right. And then Pat Bev misses two big free throws with, like, 30 seconds left. And I'm like, they're going to be one off from covering, and I'm going to lose because of those free throws. I can tell and you literally what, that's exactly what happened. I was I remember, so mad. I remember one sporting event specifically going to bed. No, two actually now. 
of just going to bed kind of like not worried about it as a fan of one of the teams playing. You're like, yeah, we're going to get – we've got this game. We've got this game. And you wake up the next morning, and the first one I remember as a person growing up was a young child, so I talked to someone in my family, and they're like, no, he lost that game. And you're just kind of like utterly destroyed, and you're like, yeah. how did that happen? And then the second one is like waking up and checking ESPN like at 1.30 because I woke up to go to the bathroom. And like literally just stay in the bathroom and just shock, just being like, well, what? How? There's no way I'm reading this right. Like maybe I'm just still like, you know, dazed. But the first one was, um, you remember when South Carolina, the football, the, our football team, both these revolve around the Gamecocks football team. Go figure. <laughs> um, the first one being like, we were young. I think it was the 06, 07 team or the 05, 06 team. We started off like six and one and we're number six in the nation. And then we lost to Vanderbilt. Yep, that sounds about right. We were, I remember we were camping in the mountains in Tennessee and going to bed. We lost to Vanderbilt. I think it was Vanderbilt. I could be wrong, but I remember we lost to a team like at that point in time we had no business losing to. Finished the season six and six. Yeah, we lost every game sounds, they are out. That sounds about right. But it was that that first lo- like the first the second loss thing of the season, but that one first loss of the streak, and I was just like, holy crap! Like you woke up the next morning, like how did we lose that? The second one was Chris when we were living at the hub. And it was the Ooh. Kentucky game. We all were drinking. We went tailgating. Went to the first part of half the game. We came back. We took a nap to go downtown. Woke up from our nap to go downtown. Check the score. And we blew the lead No, it was out. Tennessee. It was the Tennessee game with Farrah Cooper. Went a double overtime? Is that no, the it was the Kentucky about? game. I think I know the Kentucky game. We ended okay. up losing the Kentucky game. Because I remember specifically going to sleep like, we got this. Waking up, checking the phone, being like, holy shit, apparently we didn't have that. The Tennessee game. One that, year that we were in college. That double overtime. The double overtime. That one we stayed for the game. The double overtime uh, game was the year after um, when me, you, oh, and no, Caleb. You, me, Caleb, and Anna went to that game. That was, the, that, was that game. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. That's what I was about to say. You're was, thinking of the Tennessee game that we won when Tennessee was the right. Kentucky game we lost. Ferry Cooper wasn't, wasn't on the team or he hadn't made his name for himself that Kentucky game we lost. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, the, the double yeah, overtime. We were, we were at, what, 21 going going – at halftime, something like that, yeah, yeah, we're in the third quarter. Or but something. that was, yeah, that was an interesting, a interesting game, and then be an interesting night. Yeah. All, All right. right. So it wasn't the 05 season you're thinking about. I think it was even before the 05 season. It may have been. I remember being young. We we were six and one because we had lost like week two or week three to like Georgia or something. Like of you know, course. one of the first opening SEC of games was always tough back then. It was Georgia. Yeah, it was yeah. Georgia. It was, the two, it was the 2004 season where we we went. We went six and one, and then we, we went lost, six went, and we. We went six, we and, six, six. and two. We went six and two to start the season, and then we lost every game after that. Yeah. And what was the first game of that streak? It was Tennessee. Okay, so it was Tennessee. We lost too. Yeah. Now, I remember because I think I remember because we I think we were in Tennessee. That yeah, we were in Tennessee at that point. I'm like, but it was one of those games where like you remember watching like, oh, we've got this. We're at the time I think Carolina made it up to in the top five or right outside the top five in the nation. I was like, yeah, we got this. We got this. And go to bed, wake up. And then you never watch them win a game the rest of the season. You're just Chris. like, holy crap, what the hell happened? Also, we got to do the first beer. I've had it out. It's getting sweaty. So That's fine. But, y'all, Chris, you, I know you remember this because we bet it. I think we bet the over, but I also had Washington State. Washington State and UCLA yeah. played a game maybe two years ago. It might have been even, last year. It might have been last year. Before. <laughs> and Washington State was down – 42 at half. And I don't know. They were up 42 at half. And I had taken Washington State minus like six. I was like, ah, like this is fine. 
It was literally like 48 to 7 or something like that. The game ended up being going to overtime, and UCLA won 68-64. Yeah, that sounds right because they they, they got got tied at 56. They got tied at 56 is where they got tied at going into overtime. Yeah, so it was 63-67 or something like that. Yeah, 63-67. That sounds about right. Yeah, I remember that game. I remember that game. All right, yeah, first one in the docket today. Adam's gonna gonna take the honorary sip of it. You got UFO Georgia Peach. Yep. UFO. Refreshing Heavenweizen with light off the peach tree flavor. Alex, guess where this beer is from? Mm, Georgia. No. It's not even from the state of Georgia. Nope. Uh, then get that out of here. Adam, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. It's on the side, yeah. It's in yeah. very small print. Illy might actually know. It's kind of close to where she's from. So I was, I was losing in my head. It's, it's probably nowhere near from the southeast. <laughs> it's not anywhere. And as soon as you said Illy's name, I was like, okay, that's just from the northeast. I'm going to say Pennsylvania. No, uh, no. A little farther east. Further east? Yeah, the state. I mean, yeah. Also farther north. Yeah. Maine? Maine. Not that far north. Maryland. Sure. Maryland? No. No. A little above Maryland. Vermont? No. Nope. Connecticut? New nope. York? No. Nope. Manhattan? Manhattan, part of New York. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was saying it before Alex. Rhode said. Island? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Y'all around it. Connecticut? We've said Connecticut. Nope. Illy, don't help him. <laughs> Washington, D.C.? Nope. Illy just said it is. I don't know what that means. Like I, I told her that it was. Oh, okay, it's up there near her. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, tell me, because I'm feeling like we. Boston. <laughs> what state is Boston in? Massachusetts. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you're right. We didn't say message. We were fucking all over it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we really like, went all around. If we were playing Battleship, that's... <laughs> God, he'd have been so bad. He's like, I know it's there. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the type of like Battleship game where like, you end up outlining the boat and you don't realize it until the person tells you that's where it was. You're like, oh, damn. So this but is this beer's from it says, I Massachusetts. Guess it says brewed in Boston, Mass, and in Vermont as well. Yeah, Windsor... Yeah, Vermont. So oh, it's, well, you it's like two, us the Vermont. But yeah, so I guess it's got two buoys and it's employee owned. Yep. So yep. I guess it's you know, it's a group of guys, group of Dals. ladies and gentlemen. All right, give us our first They're taste of the beer. Give us us notes. What's up, Tears? I see you in the chat. How are you? So fun fact, uh the Batesburg Mineta area for South Carolina produces more Georgia more peaches than the entire state of Georgia. Damn. But we were the Palmetto State, so they took the peach state. Yeah, they can so have that's it. good. That's very good. That's a good peach flavor to it. Well, how daddy. much alcohol content is in oh, this beer? Daddy, four point eight. All right, both of you are liking this, so that's good. Yeah. That's a good like peach is wow. there. That's like a peach milkshake in your mouth, except without the ice cream and milk. <laughs> <laughs> So peach. He, he took everything out but the peach. So it's peach. You know, it's kind of like you know eating a milkshake just without the you know milkshake part. <laughs> yeah. James Harden. Oh, what what a reaction by Alex there. That was a good. I wish I could see my face on that one. This yeah. is a weird beer. It's like, but you get. I mean, they you get the full peach flavor. It's literally right there. But there's something else too. It's. I feel like that's. Um, if I were to soak the peach wings in alcohol, that's what I'm. That's what I'm tasting. Yeah, it's a heavy. It's almost kind of like a moonshiny alcohol taste that follows it. Like, oh, not, yeah. not that strong, but it's to where if you if you were to take a peach out of a moonshine, like a weaker yeah. kind of moonshine, it kind of have that. It's 
it's got a little bit of bitterness to the end of it. That's what I'm. That's so what I'm, yeah, it's got that alcohol bitterness to. The yeah, end. that's what it's got going on afterwards. It's a really right. good beer. It's only four point eight. Yeah, four point eight. It's got oh. a little picture of a UFO there right now. Yeah, see that? right there yeah. on the little side. That's yeah. weird. Ooh. I wonder what else they brew. Oh, to uh, so when I was at um, Total Wine this week, picking up our beers for the next six for the uh, podcast set, it was uh, I was going through and I almost I almost grabbed another Rattler from a different brewing company in Germany. As long as the it, cans literally got nothing but German on it, I'm good for it. It does, it does. But I looked at it; it's it's a raspberry Rattler instead of a lemon Rattler. Like that would be very good. That'd like be really that. good. Yeah, but I looked at it and I was like, all right. What was the alcohol content? Two percent. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't want no. It's kind of, it's kind of Rattlers have been ruined for me. Then I looked that fact up and like it can range anywhere between you know one point something to like four. And I'm like, a Bud Light will do more for me than that. But yeah. the flavor you get out of a Rattler just is so, so much good. Better. So, so much amazing. better. So amazing. Those so. would be great for taking a lightweight out like somewhere near in the summer. Because they'd be like, yeah. yeah, I want to drink. But, you know, you know, they can't handle alcohol well. Yeah. Rattlers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Young- you like fruity drink? High school kids. Drink Rattlers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> High school it, kids in the South just drink Rattlers. Like, especially, if you need. especially if they're out on the lake. Like if you're in the sun, you know how sun will like beef up your alcohol. Oh, it, like, it'll kill you. Ooh, yeah. Tears has got a good... Uh, comment he wants us to try, try to do a review on some like really fucked up beer like steel reserve and stuff like that send me a name and i'll try and find it send me yeah steel reserve he said right there yeah but i mean like if he has a specific beer that he he's well we're gonna have that one taste test see if adam can figure out the milwaukee's best out of the bunch of oh the beer. yeah that's oh gonna be, that's, oh, gonna, be that's gonna be good i'm telling you his nose will find that motherfucking shit his tongue <laughs> will if his nose does it <laughs> so can i can i get like a, a We'll let, we'll, let you, we'll let you we're sniff gonna... all the beers first, see if you can point it out, and then we'll let you taste. Okay. We want to pre-taste guests. That's I can Who make, I hey, can Who taste... makes the reserve? It's everywhere, Chris. It's literally okay. everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gas station. I can, I can taste <laughs> the difference. Between... <laughs> <laughs> like gas station stuff by like tall boys. <laughs> okay. Um, but I did end up getting another German beer though, with uh, with a higher alcohol content. So we will have one little international sneak in in the net. Yeah, that's week. good. Okay. That I still like that's right, very good. You want, you want to give a score, Adam? I think it's pretty good. The, the bitterness kind of throws me off at the end, but it's not like when I say bitterness, like it's a barely there. I just no, pick it, up on it. It tastes just like a normal like ale. To me, I mean, yeah. in this case, a almost Hethelizer. it almost kind of reminds me of like an IPA. It's got that little kick at the end of it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a peach wheat beer. Yeah, it's good though. Um, that is a eight three. Whoa, whoa! So, how, what? That's an eight three. He gave it. Gave the old eight three. I like that. I do. I'm trying to remember my own scoring system. Nine means I'm going out my way to get it. Yeah. Eight is I'm if I'm at I'm making a point to at least drink yeah. it once in a while. Seven if I'm at the brewery I'm getting it. Like if it, all right, so if if you're given an eight, I think in my opinion, if you give it an eight or a, between an eight and a nine, like you're, it's probably the lead beer that you're getting from the brewery when you sit down. Or yeah, that's a, that's a good beer. You know, on your like way that. home, you pick up a six pack or something. I'm giving like, this one like a seven zero, like perfectly flat. Oh, perfect. Seven like it's flat. a great beer. I'm just not a fan of like peach flavor. Okay, so that's fair. Okay. It's one of those where like if I go to the brewery. Or if someone, if I go somewhere that has it, I'm, it's either depending on the day. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm getting that, or eh, I like it, but I'm just. I'm if not somebody, but if somebody right. handed, yeah, somebody, if somebody it handed to, it to me, I'm drinking it riddle, yeah, easily. Riddle me this: if you're, if it's December, 
Am I drinking that? Are in you? December? Are you? If you go to a brewery and it's December, are you getting this? And it's actually cold outside. Is it? Yeah. See, is this? But I want to know: is this seasonal for them? If it is, then it's to not me. Be that's there. that's doubt, a seasonal beer for me, flavor wise. I think. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm giving it myself a seasonal beer. If it's it, for the brewery, I would think it would be a seasonal beer. As you well. would think so. Yeah, I would think so as well. So could be yeah. fitting for the season. I think it's great. But yeah. yeah, if it comes December and it's still on the tap, because that's what they brew all year long. Yeah, December might not be the time I want it, but it's is still it more. What'd you say, Austin? Is it more of like a sweeter beer, or is it more like because it's not sweet, sweet like a lot of the newer beers are coming so it's out. Not with, like a. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's sweeter than most beers. It's a so. I mean, have you had a Blue Moon, Austin? Yeah. So, but oh, it's not like out. a peach. It's not like a peach cobbler. No. no. So it's, like, it's, like, it's like Adam's got a great point. It's like Blue Moon and Shock Top. Like you can taste the flavor of the fruit, but it's okay. not. It's just nothing but sugar hitting you. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's it's in that realm of flavor profile of like a Shock Top or Blue Moon, just peach right. flavor. Yeah, I think it's got a really really solid peach flavor though. I think like if if I'm imagining what I want something to taste peach wise, that was they it. they hammered that. Oh yeah, absolutely. They absolutely hammered that. So I gave it an eight one. I think it's. I think it's there, like I told Alex, or like I asked Alex earlier in the question, like when I, if I went to this brewery, this would be the first beer that I'd sit down and have. I think it's a really high quality beer. It's right there in the eights. And, you know, I wouldn't mind picking up a six pack of it at, at Total Wine if it showed up. So yeah. I know, um, I know my wife would be all over that one. Oh, Callie yeah. loves peaches. She'd be all over that one. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for the shares. Uh, Ilian, um, oh, Therese, or. Tears. I'm saying tears. It might tears. be tears. Could be tears. Know. I think it's tears. Probably. I think it's tears. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think it's tears. Thanks for the shares, guys. We really what do you, appreciate it. Right, have you both had the RJ Rockers? Oh yeah, son, son of, of a peach. peach. This is better. You just have to say if we, this is better. Have you had it too? I've oh. tried it when Chris has had, but like I said, I'm not a little peach. Okay. The only but, thing uh, I ever really I, eat of peaches is peach cobbler, and that's because it's literally covered in cake and sugar and cinnamon <laughs> and other shit. It's peach cobbler. Because I've had the son of a peach too, and it's solid. Yeah. But I still think I like this one a little that's, bit. That's that's better, definitely. It's got the cheese, got the Chipper Jones little uh, rock hard symbol. So, um, yeah, Ellie, I actually I'll, I'll look for some New Jersey beers next time we're we're picking up a six pack for the for the podcast. So, do you do you have any breweries that are in New Jersey that you know of, like name wise that we can? She, she just she said threw one, one and wow. jug handle starting to spread out the U.S. So I'm assuming that's a New Jersey one that's starting to get popular okay. elsewhere. I was say I don't have the app pulled up, so I didn't have the chat pulled up. Yeah. Definitely have to throw. That's I never even thought of Steel Reserve, but that's definitely gonna be one I'm gonna put in there when Adam's trying to get Milwaukee's best. Because like as he said, it's a shitty beer, so it's gonna be able to blend in. We, if we what just went like Bud Light, Miller Light, Bush Light, Milwaukee's best, I think we could all identify Milwaukee's best. I'm from, gonna get some from, of a ta- the, from a tasting standpoint. I want the I nose. I think a smelling I want, point. I think I want to try the nose. I really I want him to do the nose first. I think the nose can. Uh, I'll get. I'll give it the old smell test and tell me. I'll tell you if I can get it. If not, I, I'm like 95 percent confident in my uh, tasting abilities to pick it out though. I, you drank so much of it in school. Like, I guarantee you can get it. He said, he said, still be, reserve is peach cobbler with a hint of crowbar. <laughs> I'm going to be very disappointed in you, Adam, if you can't like, if get it. If I don't get it? Yeah, because that, Adam like. Get the Milwaukee's best out of the group blindfolded, I'm going to be disappointed, too, because it's all he drank when he was down there in school. Yeah, oh. it, and, like, it but is it was so distinct. That was a thing for me and James, yes. <laughs> It is such a distinct flavor too. You know, that like, was just his, 
It was uh, his birthday just last week. Oh, Dick, we should say happy birthday to him. Get on yeah, the podcast. Austin, as you were saying, dude, like such a distinct flavor. It's kind of like if I were to put, you know, normal light beers in front of you and then put a Natty Daddy or a Bush Ice, <laughs> you'd be able yeah. to tell it's different. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Like, Milwaukee, that's going to be the same way, but it's coming from Adam who's drank a ton of it. His tongue should be able to be like, ooh. That's a familiar year. Yeah. That's, a, that's a familiar flavor I yeah. had in a while. All right. So we, we got the we got the big event at Still Hands. Or not Still Hands, uh Swamp Cabbage coming up on Sunday. Um, which we you and I probably need to take a ride out one night this week and just make sure we got I say y'all busy tomorrow night and or we can no, ride there tomorrow night. I'm right. Oh, yeah, we can go right out. Oh, they have, they open tomorrow night, right? They open tomorrow from five to eight. All right. So that's so easy. We easy have enough. A little quick time. Well, they're getting stuff set up, doing a live shoot from a brewery. Exciting thing. I have I have two banger questions. Hold on, I got a, I, I got another good question too. We're we'll rolling to in a second, but I was going to lay out. Ask them, no, should I ask them today or should I wait? Yeah, ask, ask them today because we're we'll gonna, do them today. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna do we're likely gonna do all eight beers on Sunday from Swamp Cabbage, and and the Q and A right? and the Q and A with yep, uh, the owner with, with the old Doug. Doug. Yep, old Doug. Doug. So yeah, you can ask him in just a second. But I was I was laying everything out. We have a special show coming up with. Um, Swamp Cabbage Brewery, and then we have what's her name? We've got Rebecca. Rebecca. We've yeah. got her coming on. We got um. She's when's that? The 27th? Don't know. If she's. I need to check. She. she I pretty last I checked, she's still a Budweiser girl. So is okay. it the twenty seventh though? She plans on being. We're, I'm still trying to communicate with her because okay. she wanted to do it early that morning. I told her, you know, evening. If she better. switches, if she switch, we could either do the evening or if she wants to switch to Friday morning. I'm available Friday morning too. Okay, we'll so, we'll talk logistics, but we've yeah. got a show coming up with her. We are we if, are planning the beer smelling for Adam, which will will also turn into a beer tasting. We'll blindfold all of us and see how well we could do with lining up the domestic beers. We've also I'm throwing this out here to the first time to the group. We're going to do some major big episode for the first day of football to come back. Oh yeah, Corona football style. Oh, yeah. Um, was that September tenth? So we're gonna. And that uh, yes, like, no. Is that the first day, a little bit later. Houston bit later. Chiefs, isn't it September tenth? Oh, for the yes. NFL. You're talking oh, about yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's what so, I'm saying. First day of football. Yeah. Like, yeah. so if the NFL plays first, we're gonna do we're gonna do it on that day. Yeah, okay. I think it's September tenth. Is the Chiefs Houston? I don't know if that's like preseason or regular season though. That's regular season. No preseason this year. Yeah, they're just rolling yeah, no right into it. I figured. Yeah. I like that, and then we have the seltzer tasting. We're we are committing ourselves to picking one flavor that all the seltzer companies will offer, so, like a black cherry, like a black cherry, or a. We mango need to go for something like, like we need yeah. to go for something that everybody regards as being their favorite flavor. like black. See, I don't What'd like mango. Austin? And Austin just said mango. No, <laughs> that's not that's not my favorite. That's definitely not my favorite. But that is like flavor. renowned as I'm the best that flavor. That's your favorite flavor. I'm just gonna go flavor it. I'm just gonna conjoin it to one. Is that what Austin just said? He said it sounded like I heard flavor. Did you say conjoin it? I did say conjoin it. Yeah, giving me shit. I'm making fun of Austin for speaking incorrectly, and I just said conjoin it. But like everyone, everyone outside of me and Alex, because we actually have taste buds. Adam doesn't like the makeup either. Yeah, but, see, like everyone says the mango is the best, and I'm like, I don't, y'all don't know what to watch the video on YouTube. It's a um, Rhett and Link, they do the Good Mythical Morning Show. Yep. Yes. They did the um, seltzer tasting, but they did all the companies, but every single one was a different flavor. And we're like, what I think they were missing on that is if they did consistent. steady, consistent flavors, they would have been able to actually taste how it was produced. And or, the actual- I say, I say so, watermelon. 
Well, not, not all of them offer watermelon. I say White Bud, Claw, like Bud Light doesn't offer watermelon. Uh, White Claw might be the only one that does a watermelon. There, a lot Which of these companies are starting. A lot of these companies are. I like that because a lot of these companies actually are like stretching out into other new flavors. Like out of watermelon. that new variety pack of mango, tangerine, watermelon, and there's one more. I don't remember what it was, but watermelon's best. But we need one. to do like we yeah. need to do like we need to stick with a steady, popular favorite of what people think is the best flavor. Well, yeah, hold on. So. Wait. So, are you saying we need to do the same flavor from every company, or are yes. you saying we yes. should let yes. e- we should let each company determine which one is their favorite? No, no, no. no. Like, we're gonna do black like, cherry, but we're gonna have a black cherry white claw, black cherry. Okay, yeah, yeah, if that's what yeah. that's what I agree with. One but, flavor across the board for every company. But if you want to be the fairest to truly white claw Bud Light, maybe we you should do just the best get flavor from every everybody. Company. Yeah, what people think is the best flavor from every company. That could be a part two. That could be a part two. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm good with that. Two two different seltzer tastings. I'm good with that. Shout out to Taste Buds. Yeah. R.I.P. to some of them. Yeah. <laughs> We've burned up a few Taste Buds in our time. Oh, man. You know, uh, getting back on just a, a little bit of the track of, like, what we're doing, I'm super excited for the T-shirts and the koozies, though. We definitely need to get that that hammered out. Obviously, it's not going to be in time for Sunday's event, but still something I definitely want to get hammered out. Oh, yeah. I think and then we've got the webcam stuff in the works. We're going to talk off, off air today. Yeah. Um. Are uh, the flags in yet, or when they? They're not. I need to check in on that. I'll yeah. do that while we're messing around on the show. But I got you. But yeah, are they, the, they, are they supposed dude. to be in by Sunday at least? Yes. From when yeah. I ordered, there's okay. going to be fl- the flag should be in before the Sunday. show. Yeah. Exciting, exciting stuff. Oh yeah. So, so we'll look. Oh, Ellie, professional, professional podcast <laughs> for a shirt order. So we're looking. Right, we're looking to uh, hopefully give one to Swamp Cabbage to possibly. No, they, hang they've up. already said they're down. They're, to, they'll to take hang one it up. hang up. Yeah, we're solid. Yes, yeah, they're going to hang up. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. One in studio of hang one. one in studio behind us when we get the webcam stuff set up. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, we're moving. We're making big moves, I feel like. uh, We're actually kicking Austin off. I'm just kidding. Austin actually calling in from Houston. He'll the, the, partners, the partners took a vote, and uh, it was unanimous. Three. We have partners? Yeah, us. Yeah, I'll to hear that. There was, no, a, there was a vote amongst the three of us that uh, Austin can keep calling in as long as he doesn't steal signs. Hey, we we actually voted McKenna to replace you as the fourth. Oh God, y'all are yeah, no, that can't happen. I know, I know all three of y'all. Y'all would argue way too much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Austin, Probably just a little bit. All right, Austin, hit us with your questions that you got, man. You well, seem very excited before the show to throw those I out. Finally, I finally just hit a fucking bet for the first time, and it feels like a year. That, that is not a question. No, that was a statement. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a statement. Kind of happy. Um, Houston over, definitely hit. Uh, so my first one is I didn't realize this, and y'all probably did. I know Chris did. Uh, the Summer Olympics should be going on right now. Yes. Yeah, and they were sure kicked off actually a couple weeks ago. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So one of my coworkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of my coworkers said that to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude! I can't believe we're missing that." So my question is, Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics? Winter. Winter. And 100%. why? So here, 100%. I'll let Adam go, but I want to go after Adam. Explain yourself, Adam. I'll right. explain myself. So my thought process, and it's mainly because I live in the South. Um, you don't see a whole lot of snow here in Columbia. So the winter sports to me are just awesome. Just all, all of it. Skiing, uh, snowboarding, whatever it is. Just you don't get to do it as an individual. So to see people who are top in the world do it is just fascinating. I can go swim. If I, if I wanted to be good at swimming, I could swim. 
If I wanted to be good at track, I can go run track almost year round here. I'm not saying I want to, but this, this you, guy ain't got a chance at running track. <laughs> no, but that's what I mean. If you wanted, if you wanted to be, it's a stu- it's a lot of stuff that's not available to us here. Yes, in and so that's why I just find it interesting to watch those that I can't see on a normal basis. Skateboarding, I can see. I can go down to the parking garage. You probably find six dudes hanging out, thinking they're the world's best skateboarders. I can't go downtown Columbia and find somebody trying to snowboard. You know the parking garage. This is not going to happen. I think that's fair. I think that's a really, really, really. It's just fair a lot. So, it's just a sports that I don't get to see. In a, I, at a regular time, I completely agree with that because, like, you know, growing up, all of us grew up in South Carolina. Like, snow is an oddity to us. Just very rare. Like, it, oh, the, 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 yeah. the, if the weather forecast is calling for it, we're closing schools. Like, that's how rare it is down here. But. And so I, I kind of, well, actually, I'm say before I move on, I kind of agree with you, like saying like how winter sports is so cool because it's something that we're not used to growing up down here. We don't get to see that. We're not exposed to it. But I also feel like there's so many more winter sports that I'll be like, if I see it's on TV, I will stop and watch it compared to the summer Olympics. I'm I like, say, oh, what, I'll catch the highlights or I see say what, what afterwards. And that's my thing. Like, what are you, what are you um, determined to watch in the summer Olympics? So I'm, I'm actually looking right now, like Summer Olympics versus Winter Olympics. The amount of sports in the summer versus winter is ridiculous. It's more, it's more yeah. than twice the sports. Twi- it's got- more than twice the categories in the summer than is the winter. Yes. But, and, you know, a lot of summer stuff is around water. So you've got um, diving, swimming, water polo, stuff like that, sailing. Oh, yeah. They, oh, have, all the bike, they have all the biking. You know, I, it's tough because, like, a lot of different running events, too, and then soccer golf stuff basketball like that. Yeah. yeah i mean that's what i'm saying but like you i can watch basketball six months out of the year basketball is the highlight of summer like no 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 soccer the, no. the soccer is the highlight no swimming is definitely the highlight of the I mean, the, it's, summer olympics because then you also have but yeah which one you say swimming i think swimming so. is the pinnacle yeah i'll agree with that I'll agree yeah with but that. it's always on and that bothers me due to us being you know like Michael Phelps, like he may have put us on that pedestal where we think that's the pinnacle of the summer sports. Game. I don't know, yeah, but it's always fucking on. That's why it's the pinnacle. It's, it's literally so different races. You got you know the hundred meter, two hundred yada 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 relays, backstroke, freestyle, breaststroke, like all the different yeah. stuff. It's always on. Like Austin's saying, you can never get away from it. Yeah, but but I think because of the, there's such variety to it, and you have one person whose sole job is you with a hundred meter butterfly specialist in the world that is your job on this team and you get to go but against the best so do you other want me to, you want me to run, run us down the summer sports and you just kind of keep track of stuff you would watch you want if i can do it real quickly yeah i, yeah, okay. I saw the list so you better okay go for it. so it's archery uh synchronized swimming running badminton baseball softball basketball beach volleyball boxing the canoe salmon or solemn sorry canoe solemn. canoe sprint Cycling, BMX, cycling, mountain biking, cycling, road, track, cycling, diving, equestrian events, fencing, soccer, golf, gymnastics, handball, Ooh, I field forgot hockey. About, I forgot about g- gymnastics is probably the – Judo, yeah. karate, swimming again, all the different swimming stuff, rowing, rugby, sailing, shooting, skateboarding, sport climbing, surfing, table tennis, taekwondo, all kinds of mixed martial arts stuff, tennis, trampoline triathlon, volleyball, water polo, weightlifting, and then wrestling. Yeah. 
There's uh, that's a lot that's of stuff. But there's there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm like I didn't even know really was that that they actually recognize as an Olympic sport. Some of that they added in. Some of that they've added in since our. But last look at the the winter stuff is so much shorter. But it, like you would, I'd watch all of it. Is like almost all of it. The alpine skiing, Pretty biathlon, cool. bobsled. Cross country skiing is pretty cool. Curl, yeah. Curling is a guilty pleasure of mine. I will oh, watch. Oh yeah, baby. Duluth, Minnesota, boys. <laughs> yeah. Figure skating, freestyle skiing, ice hockey, luge, uh, the Nordic combined, short the uh, speed skating is phenomenal to watch too. Oh yeah. Uh, short another, track the, and the long skeleton track. bobsled, the ski jumping, snowboarding, more of the speed skating, but on the short track, like. The percentage of events I would watch on winter is a lot That's greater than on the summer stuff. Like there's a certain like I don't I don't care about watching basketball in the summer Olympics. You want to know why? Because it's like the same three teams that are competing every year for gold, silver, and bronze. Every everyone year. else they just kill. They just yeah. absolutely embarrass. Like USA is not fun to watch. You beat somebody by fifty every single year. I don't yeah. know. It's it's a little fun for me. I just like dominating people. Watch a team not watch the team that they're playing not break forty five. That's what You're I'm saying. Like, like oh, what's the not, point? Because yeah. guess what? I can watch those same players play competitive games six months out of the year anyway in the NBA season. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? The best players on those teams are also playing in the NBA because <laughs> the other leagues fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's no point in watching basketball in the Summer Olympics. I'm, There's no point in watching um like I'm not gonna watch wrestling. Just I mean it's cool if you happen to catch it, but I'm not gonna Taekwondo, Judo no those eh, they're cool, but I'm not gonna sit down and make it a point to watch. Yeah. I'm, I'm me, with I'm with Adam. I really, really enjoy a lot of the stuff in the Winter Olympics. I'm gonna say summer because I like the soccer. I like honestly I will almost I like. watch everything on the Summer Olympics. I, I mean, mean not I, summer, just you mean the, the, winter. the winter Olympics. Sorry, yeah. yes, I but I mean the luge, Olympics. like the curling, like I, I love both of them. I love the USA period, oh, it, so I'm gonna, involves, I'm gonna support the USA in anything. A, but. It involves a human going in a downward slope at high speeds on snow or on an ice track. Yeah, I'm in. I'm watching it. I'm watching the down the ski jumps, the the downhill skis, the the solemn ski, like the models, yeah. all that shit. I'm watching it, especially the freaking bobsled or skeleton. The skeleton luge is wild. Where they're oh, going yeah. head first doing like 90. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, that's unreal. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and that's not something you're going to see in South Carolina. No. no. Ever. I mean, I'm going to, I'm still going to pick summer because I love more of the summer sports because I just love. I mean, but, it, but it's not like I'm but saying, I'm with, but, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I, like, we can I, watch baseball every. 162 games. We can watch baseball. When are you going to watch bobsledding? Well, you you also don't like we, one thing I want you to understand is like, yeah, we dominate everybody in a lot of the traditional sports like soccer and basketball and baseball. But you don't you don't get to see all of these players play together except when they're in the Olympics or in soccer when you're in the World Cup. So it's really exciting from a, an American standpoint to say, like, I get to watch literally the best that we the USA have to offer on the court, on the field, you know, on the pitch, whatever, literally dominating people. So, I mean, that's well, that's we're not why dominating I, soccer, but no, Ajax I mean, on where the, the women are. <laughs> so, there's actually a comment on our feed. Um, Andrew across the street, he he said, majority of summer Olympic viewers watch for a particular person or something like that. But, well, put, like, but a lot of the Winter Olympic stuff you're watching, like for, for the, the event, for the 100%. event, you're watching for the whole event. Like, you, I will watch Sweden yep. do something in the Winter Olympics. If I'm watching the Summer Olympics, I'm only watching when USA is participating. Yeah, see, yeah. like I, I don't mind indoor volleyball, beach volleyball, men's and women. It's pretty cool to watch because 
beach volleyball. It's actually a fun competitive back to back sport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you, especially for the guys, I don't, it's unreal. It's as hard as they can hit that damn volleyball. It's unreal. And they're all like 6'4 plus. So it's, you got giants up there trying to block a guy who's hitting I do, yeah, I was, 60 I miles that, an hour. I, the, but, watching the watching the um the duos beach volleyball is always a blast. Oh yeah, men's or no matter who's playing, matter. really. But I, I agree with him though. Like when you think about the swimming standpoint, like we really kind of more watch for Michael Phelps, not all of the swimmers. We watch for the know? USA. But when it comes yeah. to the Winter Olympics, well, I, will it, watch, yeah. I will watch. I will watch three hours of bobsled. Don't give a shit who's on the TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But curling, because, it, because watch it's, curling, the, because it's an stuff. interesting event that we don't get. Yeah, so, but for now it's what, I do Katie, agree. Katie Ledecky. Now that we, we yeah, USA. Katie Ledecky. Um, brother. what's the other guy? He was he he was swimming with Michael Phelps and he got Ryan Lock Ryan Lockney. Lockney, yeah, Lock, Ryan Lock or did, Lockney, whatever he says. Didn't he get in trouble for something though? He faked and he. Well, we, he I falsely forget. reported an armed robbery or something like that, and it came yeah. out that none of that happened. He yeah, made there was a bunch something. Of shit yeah, up. There was yeah. something. Yeah, that was behind his. There's actually a documentary coming out about like his like return to greatness and stuff like that, but um, but yeah, they, Ryan, like, yeah but like, like in my my guilty pleasure, like I I I'll watch tennis in the summer Olympics because I enjoy playing tennis and I don't care who's on. Yeah, just it's that's, fun to that's watch. That's your sport. Yeah. But, but I, I, that's kind of funny to like say. Yeah, that, I'm like, not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and watch China versus Libya play basketball. No, not at who all. Who cares? Why? Because they're gonna score fifty points apiece. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not watching that nonsense. And it's like, I think it's kind of funny to like, if you think about the sport of curling, like, I get like, there's other more like, if you seen like the indoor bowling stuff, where, like it's on the carpet with like a little, yeah. it's like bocce ball but on carpet kind of thing. It, but it, it's but it's like the length of a so curling it's kind it's kind of like curling but it's on carpet. So like that's even I feel that's more ridiculous than curling. But I can't say that if I actually enjoy watching curling. But curling's yeah. one of those weird sports where you're like. It's fun to watch. It's interesting because there's all kinds of like just different elements to it that you would never think of, like them sweeping the way they slightly curl the stone and all that stuff. But it's also cool because the U.S. team literally is a bunch of dudes that were in Minnesota or where, wherever they were. Yeah, Duluth. Yeah, and they were just like, Let's we're going to go do rocks. You don't have Cross to be. Ice. You really do not have to be athletic to do curling. You got to do no. like the, the sweeping stuff like that. It takes a little bit of talent and endurance, stuff like that. Not knocking it. But it's also like it's one of those sports to where it's not like you didn't, but you weren't training since you were five. I mean, those guys eat three butter burgers and a thing of cheese curds before they go out there and dominate oh, people. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I, I had a Budweiser and a it's hot dog. It's not one of those sports where you're like Michael Phelps, where you know I've been eating chicken breast and spinach since I was five and swimming since I was four. Yeah, like it's not one of those sports where like you've literally been doing nothing but your entire life training for this. Well, what'd event. you do? Well, I was in marching band and. Got tired one day, so I went out to the ice house to go fishing. Well, I threw a rock across the lake uh, yeah, and not, realized I was decent at it. So it's not like it's that <laughs> ridiculous. Not, I, I mean, it almost seems like it could be that ridiculous. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like I could start curling tomorrow and possibly have a good chance of making the Olympics in the next twenty years. Like yeah, if we, I just spent enough time and money into it, but like, what other Olympic event could you say that you could start at twenty five to twenty six training and, and make have it a and make it by like forty? It, yeah, yeah, and make it by forty. Maybe golf. I feel like I <laughs> no. golf. Maybe I if wouldn't you, even say that. If it was like a hidden talent you may have had, or if you just had a good coach, but I feel like curling is one of those sports you can literally just pick up and actually put in the time and effort, and it will pay off a lot quicker oh, yeah. than any other oh, sport. Yeah. <laughs> the growth development there could be exponential oh, compared to everything else. Phenomenally, just straight up, like that'd be the <laughs> the chart would literally just be pointing to the sky. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be great though. We're gonna have back to back years of Olympics now. Because we we had the delay of yeah, this year's so does Olympics. that mean though 
is the Summer Olympics going to continue every four, or are they just going to? We were talking about we talked about do- one of our episodes. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're doing, doing it next year, and then they're going to resume the normal cycle. Yeah. So they're yeah. going to give so the host have- city three years to prepare. Well, yes. the host city's known that they've had this well, yeah, going yeah, on for yeah. eight years and now yeah. almost. Uh, but but, but they it's going to be three, they- it's going to be three years of off time for the athletes. Yes. Yeah. Instead yeah. of four, yeah. but yeah. even your host cities though don't always start construction as soon as they find out. Yeah, some cities are well, you know, better off equipped where they have extra stadiums, this, that, and the other in the cities, anyhow. But there's other cities where they're building a brand new Olympic Village in four to five years. Yeah, and so, but then it goes, it, then it gets run down as soon as Olympics are over. Yeah. It's kind of sad to see, like, I know when, like, Rio de Janeiro was hosting the um, the Olympics. Or was it the World? It was the Olympics, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was the Olympics. They put it, in, like, in the most poverty-stricken area. And they're like, well, it's going to bring, you know, commerce and all this growth onto the area. And I'm like, well, it did for, for that year. For, and yeah. then that was it. For the month that the Olympics were there. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the, you know, the months before and after, people are still going to travel there to vacation there to see yeah. and stuff like that. It's like... But as soon as all that here may be a stretch, but as soon as all that stuff went away, that area just went back to what it normally was, and all that stuff was just abandoned. Yep. Like I think I think Sochi was the same way when they did the Winter Olympics there in Russia. Like as soon as it went away, all that stuff just got abandoned too, because that was like one of the warmest cities in Russia that they decided to hold the Winter Olympics, and like they're bringing in snow and ice and all that stuff. Like it is kind of sad seeing how these countries just like mismanage that. It's a good effort. I feel like I feel like Brazil may have had. Good intentions, but there was also a lot of corruption down there too. That people, that, I remember that was when people were really pissed off about like where they decided to actually put you know Olympic Village. Yeah, Paris is the 2024 summer site. So, but Paris will be Paris is going to be freaking phenomenal. I'm, I would love to go there to Paris to do that because I love the city of Paris. I've been there; it's beautiful. To see the Olympics there would be phenomenal. Or we could just wait for another four years and go to the summer one in LA. Yeah, but I don't want to go to California. <laughs> rather go to Paris, but not California. I'd rather spend the money on going to Paris. But I'm, um, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Austin, great question. Um, that's a, that's Andrew. No, I, I meant Austin. He's the one that asked about the Olympic question. Oh I've yeah, been yeah. Mu- so. I've been muted the whole time. This is uh, hilarious. I always when, when he said Austin, I was kind of like, did he just? I had to look to see if he dropped off. <laughs> I say, so, Alex, you can attest to this because I've also been to Paris. It is going to be interesting to see where they put that in Paris. Oh, they yeah. not, it's, not, it's not going in the city of Paris. They're it can be nowhere near downtown. Going it's going to be. It'd be like saying Columbia, but they actually putting in like Orangeburg. No, no, like it, no. Putting it like in West Columbia, Casey. Like it's close enough. Yeah. Because Paris really is. There's parts of Paris like where it, it the city ends. It literally ends. It goes and to like, like countryside. open countryside. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, not, yeah. it's not like we're saying, hey, we'll kind of call it Columbia. But it's actually forty miles outside the city. True. It probably will be like out there though, if I had to guess. It's kind of like, like the Atlanta Braves. They moved out of Atlanta, but they're still the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Um, technically, technically all, Cobb County. Te- well, no, technically <laughs> off a geographical location, they have no business being called the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, they're not yeah. technically in Atlanta. Yeah. The sure. reason I think we all outside of Chris like the Winter Olympics more is also Adam's point, but also the adrenaline. You just get because yeah. there's more fear for your life in the Winter Olympics than the Summer Olympics. I just feel like that that fear of like you know, a guy literally died in the Winter Olympics a few years ago. A few I know, back, like on the scale stuff. Oh, yeah. but it was at Sochi. It was in Russia because they had built this like new super track, 
and, and, they, and they there, was a, there was a turn that they'd miscalculate and he got airborne off the track. Well, not all, but I do remember it's on my Snapchat feed from I guess it's now five years ago when they um it was the last summer Olympics though. The Norwegian biker in uh it was like the um Hey, before they tip off real quick, I wanna say something. Anthony Davis is gonna have forty more than forty two points tonight. Uh, if he doesn't, they might not win. So yeah, go ahead. But oh, but either way, it's, it's like the it's pretty much like the Tour de France, but like in the Olympics. So like yeah, that same thing. Day, it's their biking event. Yeah, yeah, the long like three day biking event. Well, this woman was in the lead, went to make a turn, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> Did the front flip? I remember that. We were all sitting in his his uh, garage room, and she straight somersaulted over her handlebars. Oh, because they oh, into the curb and, 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 and literally knocked her out. Yeah, remember because they they literally it was almost like. It was almost like by the grace of God this camera worked because they literally were doing – they were showing something else, and as soon as they cut to her pack, she literally just went death wobble over the handbars. Oh, like front my flip. God, it was just like She was out cold, and, dude. And then as they, as they were driving by, you could see she just went limp. And you're – like anybody that's seen any contact sport whatever, like immediately realized that was an unconscious concussed person laying on the ground. And we were silent, bro. Like we, <laughs> we were, I laughed. Every, I laughed. Everybody was like – Oh, is she dead? We all we, we were all like we <laughs> may have watched her, the person the die. Body fall like folded up. Oh, I thought she was dead, man. I thought she, I thought she yeah. had cracked her face open on that curb and she died. She most right likely there. cracked her face open, but she didn't die. But I I see also, it. Like, on the Winter Olympics, though, there's a lot more. I feel like almost every sport has like that key moment of it like was, an adrenaline it was rush August, holding your breath. Four years ago, August of sixteen. Yeah, in Rio de Janeiro. I mean, oh, but, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just straight just, eats it. She, she couldn't. She couldn't make the turn, and she yeah. ended up just going left and just going straight out of the turn. Power slid and right over, over braked, and just went whoop. Oh. And she's by herself. That's the worst yeah. part. Was she, I think she was the leader. Wasn't she? She was. She had yeah. like a outright, outright leader at that point. She had like a two minute lead or something like that. It was insane. Yeah, because like, the camera work to lead, the cars are right behind her. So that tells you that there's no biker within sight if the car is falling right behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was, it was like an incredible run, and she ended up like. She finished like four. And now that was incredible because homegirl was just not paying attention to her speed and was just <laughs> blistering down the mountain. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. All right, well, you got one more. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I had one more, and it. it How are we doing time wise, Alex? We're, we're like an hour fifteen. We're good. Okay. So so this one came off of um, answered the internet off of Barstool, but I wanted to bring it up to y'all because I thought it would come. Some really good combo. Um, okay. I'm going to change it just a little bit. Question: We don't want to get in trouble by Dave. Porter. Yeah, yeah. So, if you if you could pick any character from a TV show or a movie to be your college roommate, who would it be? Damn, and, that is a good. What, and what would you be doing? So, like, this is why I had to bring it up because I was like, man, this is good. I don't know. I don't I know. know. Like, all right, so. So I know mine right off the bat. About so that we don't have dead air, let's talk about. Here, I got mine. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. Mine. I'll go ahead and talk about mine. Okay, got, go for it, Austin. Mine, a hundred percent, is coming from the best show ever, my favorite show, and it's going to be Barney Stinson. Okay, and, I was mumbling Blue Mountain State. I was expecting that from you, but <laughs> oh yeah, Blue Mountain State is a good show. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Barney Stinson, and we're re, we're literally just from the playbook. Mother. 
Yep. Just running the playbook, dicking around, just all the dumb things that he does. And That's a good one. I would have never even thought of that. Yeah. Like you think about all the things that he does. We'd be playing laser tag all the time. Playbook downtown Columbia. Like, come on, that would be fucking hilarious. I mean, it just it feels like a great like freshman year of college. You want to be in your hoe phase. You want to relax, drink a lot. Barney Stinson. Oh, I got mine. You ready for it? All right. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh my! I'm God. just kidding. Whoa. At least the Post Malone. I like oh, that. Oh, that's a good one. Post would be so much fun. Post oh. would be an absolute slob, though. Hey, man, ain't nobody going to talk shit to me if I'm you walking say, with Aaron Hernandez. That's all I'm saying. Say TV show or movie or just TV show? TV show or movie. Anywhere. Okay. Anywhere in those areas. Yeah, any like. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I think it would be fun to hang out with Kevin Hart on the daily. Ooh. Kevin Hart would be fun. Ooh. Ooh. No, no, I lied. I'll take Dwayne Johnson. Ooh. Nah, see, I'm going hard out of those two. I guess nobody would pick on your height, huh? Well, if I Kevin Hart, maybe not. Either either way, Adam is, is working well because nobody's going to pick on him walking around with The Rock and people will pick on Kevin Hart. <laughs> but Kevin Hart's just – I mean, those are just two funny dudes. And I don't know. I, they they seem good hearted. What what I see kind of in videos, and then following now the rock on Instagram and just kind of his daily stuff. So that I'm, I gonna, see. I'm gonna go to a different factor here. So I like Austin's point with uh, Barney because you know he's gonna have yeah good old. Excuse me. He's gonna have a great old time. He's gonna be a blast. You know the playbook, 